Welcome to the third week, the third installment of School Days. Yes, we're three weeks in, and this week we are talking about financial aid. My, 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 my. I know I need some financial aid. I don't know about you, but I do. You need some too? Well then, girl, let's get right on into it. Here we go. Financial aid, week three. Our room number, our text comes from Luke chapter 6, verse 38 from the New Living Translation. And there you'll find these words recorded. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you give back. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be unto God. Our essay, the word, our devotion. So when you saw the title financial aid, did you pretty much have a clue what we were talking about today? Yep, that's it. Giving, offering. Remember the old saying that was printed on the bulletin? Time, talent, tithe. It seems that it's not often that we discuss giving anymore. It's rare that we see it in devotionals. Giving isn't fundamentally taught in our churches anymore. Yeah, we share encouraging words for times of grief, goodness, gratitude, but not really giving. Sure, we sow seeds, we pass the plate, but actually talking about offering, teaching, giving has become taboo in today's culture. It's as if the pastor or the preacher is going to get canceled for ruffling feathers or convicting the congregation for just speaking on giving. Why, though? Why don't we discuss giving as much? It's a little bizarre considering giving is the economy of our faith. It's demonstration of our worship. It's our faith activated. It's a transaction of our prayers. Now, of course, giving isn't some type of swipe and you get a product producing answers to your prayers. So how exactly does this whole giving thing work? What's the point? Considering our text, Jesus is talking and he says, give. It wasn't a question. He didn't really offer an option. Jesus urges the listener to give. So yes, you do have the option to choose to give or not, but why would we willingly choose to go against what God has instructed the believer to do? Yes, we have bills. Yes, we need to eat. Yes, we got to put gas in the car, pay for the soccer league, the dance class, and even try to buy a ticket to see a good show. And if you're really taking care of yourself, you want to have the spa day, a night on the town, take a trip, get your hair cut, nails done. I get it. We want to be fabulously faithful all while having fun. And you know how it is, especially as a freshman, worried if your finite package is going to come through so you can just register for classes. Oh, the anxiety. But when that check hit, baby, the finance aid office, um, they paid your balance and the rest. Oh, my goodness. That refund went to you. My God. 
18 years old and the bursar hands you a check for $5,000. All I hear in my head is balling in my Jim Jones voice. <laughs> boy, oh boy, the fun we had, the clothes we bought, the jewelry, whatever. You ever think to tithe it? <laughs> At that age, it sounds like a joke, right? Do they even give out refunds like that anymore? Lord, where is the student loan forgiveness? Bless your children, Lord. <laughs> I remember having a major bill. My first semester in college, it, 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 I had no real job, no money. I was just trying to get out of my parents' house and be what I thought was independent. I remember getting my little old Navy check and tithing half of it. Now, God only requires 10%, but faith told me to give 50%. I did it, not expecting anything in return, but trusting God to make a way. No clue how. Y'all, some days I wish to have that young girl, innocent, radical faith again. Imagine life if we just live like that. Man, I felt absolutely invincible in my 20s. Satan couldn't sabotage anything I set my mind to because my aim, my goal was only to please God. It was like I floated through life like a Spike Lee movie. One day, just hanging out at church hours before revival started, I was called into the pastor's office. I honestly thought I was going to get an assignment for the evening worship. However, it was my pastor, my church, blessing me before I went off to college. A check for what I needed and more, enough to pay the balance, avoid my classes being dropped, and to buy my books. How? Why? Is this for real? That's all I could think. God blew my mind. And to this very day, it is no question if I'm going to listen to Jesus's command to give. It's the first thing I do. Give knowing that in faith it will be given, pressed down. Do you know what that means? That means that it's so much that you got to press down to make room for more. Oh my God, he is more than amazing. Y'all, I've made it through life on food stamps, as a millionaire, and dang near having to declare bankruptcy. And never have I ever thought of taking from the tithe. How can I take what's God's anyway? I promise you, this is the economy of faith. Never have we missed a meal. The lights have always been on and the house is warm. Yes, we've been on food stamps, but my children also have stamps in their passports. I'm talking about running over blessings. We can't beat God's giving. He does it better than we ever could. Talk about a refund check. And the blessing isn't always money. It's surpassing peace. It's victory. It's love. It's joy. It's power. It's overcoming. It's exposure. It's experience. It's connection. It's community. It's protection. It's positioning. It's seats at the table. It's access. It's mercy. It's grace. It's undeserving favor. It's unconditional love. It's winning. Jesus is the best financial aid we could ever have. You don't believe me? Just try it. You don't have to give half like me, but just 10% in faith and see what happens. Give what he puts on your heart. His word says God is just to return whatever you sow. 
You sow a seed, you get a plant. You plant many seeds, you get a harvest. It's really true. You reap what you sow. Invest the seed. Reap the return. Reap the refund. Running over, pressed, and pouring into your lap. Hallelujah for the overflow of blessings. Our lesson, our prayer. Lord, we thank you for giving us the best offering, the best gift ever, your son, Jesus Christ. No gift, no sacrifice will ever come close to topping that. We just can't beat your giving no matter how we try. For just as sure as we are living and the Lord is in heaven on high, Lord, we get it. And we want to live to tell others that the more you give, the more he gives to you. But keep on giving because it's really true that you can't beat God's giving no matter how you try. Thank you for blessing us to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Our homework to reflect, to ponder, to think about throughout the week. Here's your questions. What sacrifices can I make to be obedient to God, to be obedient to the will of God? Do I need to adjust my giving? What church would I like to sow my seed? Oh, my sisters and my brothers. This is one of the fundamental lessons of faith. And life comes comes at you hard, but it can be easy when you're walking through the harvest. But you got to plant the seeds. You got to sow the seed. Sow the seed. Reap the harvest. And remember... Speak light.